0: I do a good amount of funerals as a priest and because of that I visit a lot of different cemeteries uh, all around our area a lot of them very old and historic with you know a lot of very beautiful looking graves and monuments and various things there and I I, I really enjoy actually the time that I get to, the times that I get to go to a cemetery because it reminds me to do two things the first of which is to pray for the dead which is always very important to pray for all of those who are there. It's one of the spiritual works of mercy to pray for the living and the dead. But also, it is a reminder to me that one day I will most likely eventually end up there. That I will end up in a cemetery. That I, that I will die someday. I'm reminded rather frequently of my own mortality. And that happens every time I do a funeral. And really every time I visit a cemetery and pray for someone I know who has died or, or who is there. And it's, a, it's an important thing. You know, we don't often think about our mortality very often. It probably isn't something we should think about on a regular basis, and that's healthy, but we do need to think about it, I think, once in a while. Because that reminder of our mortality is good for us in our Catholic faith for the singular reason that it should spur us to repentance. If we don't think about our mortality, we're probably not going to think that there is a finite end to our lives. And therefore, there isn't as much urgency in our hearts toward repentance. Because if we all knew the hour and the day when we would be called home by our Lord, I think surely all of us would want to go to confession or want to repent of the things that we know that we have done wrong. And certainly the many people that I meet who are near death, have that on their hearts, and have that on their minds. And really, I think it's a beautiful reason why we begin the season of Lent with the imposition of ashes on our heads in penitence. Yes, it should inspire sorrow for our own sins, but it should also, brothers and sisters, remind us of the urgency, the urgency for our repentance, Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. These are the words that the priest or the minister will give when imposing the ashes. And they're words that I think about every time that I go to a cemetery and pray for someone who is there. We are reminded of our mortality, and that is how we begin this holy season. Because there is a necessity for repentance if we are to have a holy death. Again, we often don't think about our mortality very much except when maybe someone close to us has passed or if we see mortality as a real prospect, whether it's in times of plague or war. But our mortality will eventually catch up to us, brothers and sisters. All of us will meet our end, and we know neither the day nor the hour when it will come. But just because we do not know the day nor the hour, it does not mean that we can put off the process of conversion. Quite the opposite, in fact. Sin is not just some abstract reality, some abstract concept that doesn't exist in reality, I should say. It's not just some nebulous term that people talk about. No, sin is real, brothers and sisters. It is absolutely real. And and conversely, brothers and sisters, conversion cannot just be a nebulous term that we talk about or some abstract concept that does not exist in reality. Well, conversion is real. Just as sin is tangible and real, conversion needs to be tangible and real. It's not just some far off event in the future or a nebulous moment with no concrete parameters. Repentance involves specific actions in our lives. To rid sinful habits from our souls at specific moments, specific times, for specific reasons. There is an urgency to repentance that is quite clear to us today as we receive ashes on our heads in penitence. And we must never presume, brothers and sisters, must never presume. So many people often think, "Well, well, God is merciful, there's plenty of time for repentance. Well, this flies in the face of what we hear in our second reading today, where Paul exhorts us, Do not receive the grace of God in vain. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. The season is given to us for a reason, brothers and sisters, to first of all underscore and emphasize that you and I are sinners. That we are all sinners on this earth. And because of this, we needed Christ to die for us, to set us free. And it also reminds us that we have a job to do while on this earth. And it is to repent and believe in the gospel. We cannot make conversion an abstract idea that never occurs in reality. In fact, it must be an urgent undertaking, brothers and sisters. And on Ash Wednesday in particular, I think it's important for us to ask ourselves, if not now, then when? If not now, then when? If we're trying to maybe grow in the virtue of patience with our families and friends, if not now, then when? When will we do it? Maybe it's time for us to come back to Mass after a long time away. If not now, then when? Maybe we're trying to grow in the virtue of purity and it's been a struggle for a long time. If not now, then when? Maybe there's someone in our lives that we need to forgive, someone that we hold a grudge against, that we know we need to be freed from that anger. Well, if not now, then when? This season is the time for us to do it. It's when our sinfulness is put on full display in front of our eyes and our mortality is placed right in front of us. If not now, then when? If we aren't going to work at this idea of conversion, when will we, brothers and sisters? It needs to be concrete, it needs to be tangible, and it needs to be real. real. Ash Wednesday and Lent are the annual reminders of our wayward wills and the need to steer them back onto the straight and narrow. So brothers and sisters, if not now, then when? There's an urgency to our repentance. For we know neither the day nor the hour, and we know that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Let us pray for a good and holy Lent for all of us, that we might examine our lives, examine our wills, and see where we need to turn back to the Lord, where we need to repent and believe in the gospel. And Let us use this time that we have been given to turn our wayward wills back to what is true, good, and beautiful, to turn them back to Jesus Christ.